You are tuning in to the Embodied Goddess Collective Podcast. I am your host, Alexis Anthony. I welcome you here into this safe space to turn up the volume of your heart, your womb, your truth, and to activate the magnetic pole that lives inside of you. Join me on this journey to reclaim your divine feminine blueprint, your remembrance, sovereignty, liberation, expansion, and your fully embodied you. You were meant to shine, sister. I am here to empower you on your sacred path and journey of coming back home into the body and your soul. I see you. I feel you. I hear you. I am you. Blessed be, sister. See you on the other side. Hello, hello, my goddess sisters, new connections, new soul family. I am so ecstatic, grateful, and humbled to be here and be in a space where I am just ready to put myself out there, ready to rise in sisterhood and community and really just help as many women as I can to step up in leadership, the priestess path, becoming healers of our own lives, being the oracles, being the medicine woman, all of it. We claim to be it all. First of all, thank you so much for showing up, for being here to saying the sacred yes, for tuning in and listening into my first episode of the podcast Embodied Goddess Collective. This has been in the making for quite some time now and with the new moon and the new year and just barely coming back from a woman's retreat. I'm feeling really ready and juicy and fertile and centered to uh, really commit to putting myself out there with the podcast, showing up as the Divine Feminine, and I'm ready just to explore and be curious about this and see where it goes. I am here right now. Uh, It's my first day off my moon, and... I just said, fuck it. I'm ready to do my podcast. I just, I felt the spring energy coming in today. I honestly have had an amazing, incredible day today full of blessings, messages, guidance, just coming and pulling through to me. Um, So I was just like, I am ready to finally do this. I'm ready to claim myself, step into, you know, being the absolute role of the teacher that I am meant to be. And having a podcast has been on my vision board for a long time now. And I have just been every day looking at it, looking at it, waiting and finding the right time to make it happen. And so 2023 is all about putting in the action believing in source, believing in miracles, and waiting for those miracles to unfold right before your eyes. 
I am sitting here with a glass of cacao. I have my yoni again. I am in the nude. I have my frankincense burning. And I am so honored to be here with you guys. So this is the first episode of the podcast. And... What today is going to be about is a little bit of introductory on what the podcast is going to be, some of the topics that we will be talking about, and then also just a little bit of an introductory to who I am, my message, why I'm here, why I'm showing up. So you can, you know, get to know me on a deeper level. I have been listening to podcasts for quite some time. And there's a lot of leaders and mentors that I look up to in the podcast world. And on top of that, you know, mentors and teachers in my life have been so valuable and so important. And so I want to show up in that way for you. If you feel the resonance, if you feel a calling to tune into my podcast, my channel and into my life, really hoping just to gain a sisterhood, gain community. I, you know, I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah, born and raised. I've been here my whole life and um, most of my life I felt very isolated to woman, to having friends. I felt alone for, you know, most of my journey. And I know that, you know, some, some people can resonate that um, it's hard to have girlfriends. It is. There's, you know, shame, judgment, a lot of comparison, and it's hard to rise in sisterhood and, you know, congratulate and celebrate people's successes because everyone just wants to do better and out top everyone. And so, you know, that's really why I'm here. Um, My intention for this podcast is to have a sacred and safe space for you you to come to where you can, you know, tune into wisdoms of the divine feminine. You can tune into your heart portal and your channel. You can tune into your feminine wisdom that lies in the womb. And for you to really just surrender to control Invite the blessings of the divine in and really start to manifest your life with intention and living your life on purpose and living your life in sacred ceremony. That is my intention for this podcast is really to connect back to your soul essence, your body, and really be a vessel and channel of communication with your body, with the divine with Mother Nature, with Gaia, and with Source, you know, we wouldn't be able to create and manifest in this life fully unless we deeply surrender to this, surrender to the process, and know that we are deeply held, rooted, and supported. You're always, you know, stuck in your mind. Your mind only knows what the mind knows. You know, you need that support. You need to feel rooted in your body. You need to feel rooted in the earth. And by surrendering to that, life becomes simple. Life becomes easy. And life gets to be so magical. 
we make life so hard and it doesn't have to be this hard. And, you know, I just got back from a women's retreat in Bali um, two weeks ago. And that was my takeaway from my experience of being, you know, on the island of the gods was life gets to be easy. We make it so hard. Life gets to be simple. And, you know, as long as we're taking steps every single day, you know, it can be just one step at a time. That's where the true fulfillment and success happens. You don't have to try to do and uncover everything all at once. You know, life is a process. And sometimes the things that we want to manifest and bring into our life, they do not happen when we want them to. It happens on God's timing, the divine's timing, and when you're actually ready to receive that blessing. So before I get into a little bit about me, that way we can kind of be more on a personal level, I did actually pull some cards for you sisters today. I love Oracle and um, tarot cards. They've been a very important uh, part of my life and my journey of really just connecting to my inner truth and my my intuition. Um, just so you know, um, every podcast is going to be filled with loving light, positive energy to help raise your vibration with um, healing energy, Reiki energy. And then in the background, I also have binaural beats with um, successful self-love, self-empowerment affirmations as well. So um, the first card that I chose for the Sisterhood Community of the Divine Feminine Consciousness um, is absolutely perfect because I feel like year 2023 is the year of surrendering, letting go of control, and really stepping in, into that unification of the divine and the masculine. And so the first card that I chose is the Ten of Angels, Surrender. So it says, Things aren't always what they seem. A difficult situation is a blessing in disguise. False truths and assumptions are embedded in strata of orange, yellow, and red. An angel of healing penetrates the layers of suffering with her golden sword. She draws the pain out into light where it can heal. A hurt has solidified and molded into the landscape. The strata cracks and shudders as it resists the extradition. The temporary discomfort is replaced by a newfound energy and lightness of being. The layers melt away to reveal a rainbow. The Ten of Angels points to an unexpected situation. The effort of pushing against something unwanted has left you exhausted. Give up control so that healing can begin and something new can be birthed. Ten is the number of suspension. It offers you space to clean up and heal any ideas or beliefs that knock you from your center of love. The past has outgrown its usefulness, and yet you keep implementing the same familiar ways. This has or will lead to a dramatic end. There is strength in surrender. It does not need to be so dramatic. Experience is the greatest teacher. 
So this is equivalent to the Ten of Swords in the Rider Waite deck. And this is the Tarot, Tarot of Light deck by Denise Jarvie. And this deck is absolutely amazing. And it helps to connect with your center, with your heart, and with healing. And then the second card that I pulled is from my Keepers of the Light deck by Kyle Gray. If you guys don't know who Kyle Gray is, he is absolutely amazing. He channels and connects with angels, and he channeled this um, oracle deck. And the goddess that came through that wanted to show up for the Divine Feminine right now is Lady Venus. And she is all about beauty, expressing herself in the fullest and really stepping into the true authenticity of what it means to be a feminine, a priestess, and really just surrendering to all that you are so your gifts can conspire. Um, Lady Venus is amazing and I've been connecting and channeling in with her lately so it's no surprise that she wanted to step through today. So her message for everybody, uh, downloads and understanding, truth is being revealed, deep insights are coming from heaven and the astral realm. Lady Venus is the twin flame of Sanat Kumara and is said to reside on the astral realm surrounding the planet Venus. The light beings of Venus, known as Venusians, are now coming to lightworkers on Earth to help them with their connections, understanding, and capacities to share divine love. Lady Venus is a wonderful keeper of the light to call on when you are trying to forge a connection with the heavens or finding it difficult to understand the signs, symbols, and guidance that are being sent to you physically or through meditation. She also allows us to connect with or focus on particular energies so we can understand them more. If you are studying a spiritual subject at this time, call on Lady, I Lady Venus to help you. Hearing high-pitched noises, seeing flickers of light, and having the sense that beings are visiting you in your sleep are all signs that you are receiving downloads from heaven. Whether this is happening Spend some time in cont contemplation so that you can ask the universe what you really need to know. This card also represents downloads of information being received by your mind. Know that the universe sees you as capable of holding soul-centered information that will help you and others reach a new level of understanding. Yay! Thank you, Lady Venus, for coming through today with that divine message. We love you. So I hope those cards resonated with you. I didn't have the intention of pulling cards, but I just, I felt the calling to pull those cards for you. So hopefully those did resonate with you on a soul level. So you can follow me on Alexis Anthony underscore on Instagram if you would like to. And if you have any questions, need any support, need any guidance, I am totally here to help you on your journey. My email is embodiedgoddessco at gmail.com. I am here to help serve the divine feminine, to help bring back sisterhood, community, 
healing and to really just help ignite that inner flame inside of us queens. You know, we've been held back by the implementation of fear, scarcity, worrisome for centuries now. And it's really time to step back into our feminine essence of being a creatrix, being the creators of our life and knowing that we have so much power that lies and resides in us. So I am Alexis. Nice to meet you all. I am 29 years old. I am for sure a Libra, (laughs) a Libra sun. My moon is Pisces and my rising is Scorpio. So I have a lot of air energy and a lot of water energy. I'm a very sensitive empath and being and water soothes my soul. Anything water turns me on, connects me to my element. I love the beach, going to water, um, taking hot baths with some Epsom salts, essential oils, some flowers. That is my happy place right there. Um, I don't need much to be happy. I'm a very frugal person and I just am so blessed to be alive. I feel like life is a gift from the creator, from the divine, from the goddess. And, you know, what we choose to do with our time matters and is so important. You know, your your intention for everything is really your your message and your word and you need to you know stay connected with that and stay connected with your truth um i am originally from salt lake city utah i've been here my whole life this is this day of lds mormonism so you know growing up in this state i felt very captive very enclosed I felt a lot of judgment coming towards me, you know, from people in the state, from my family, and most of my life, I've really been scared to put myself out there. I've been scared to talk. I've been scared to, you know, be in my divine expression because I I, I didn't want people to judge me, and I was always worried about, you know, what my family was thinking I was doing and, you know, what everyone else, you know, thought of me. So I literally was living most of my life, you know, based on the expectations of what everyone else wanted for me. And um, this really made me feel lost and depressed. Like I didn't know myself. And, you know, I went down, you know, a rabbit hole, a really dark time of my life. Uh, You know, of course, you know, I've had many of those times in my life, but living a life based on, you know, the needs and approvals of everybody else, you know, it's it's not going to get you anywhere. You need to live, you know, a heart-centered life where you're really connected to yourself and who you are supposed to be in the world. And I feel like I, the last couple of years, I've really, you know, found myself, my place in life, you know, my soul mission and my dharma, my calling and what I'm meant to do. And, you know, that's why I'm showing up in this way. Um, I am a mother to the most amazing daughter ever. Um, Her name is Sahara, and she's five at the moment. She's turning six in May, 
and she is a Taurus baby, I'm telling you, she is so fire, she is uh, so fierce and so sassy, and just has such a personality to her, and honestly, like, she, she's my best friend, she is my angel here on earth, and truly what saved me from the life that I was living and the, the path that I was going down, I had her at a pretty young age when I was 23, and before that, I literally had nothing going for me. I, you know, was into drugs, into partying, into that type of lifestyle, and really, you know, being a part of that, thinking, that you know, that you're hanging out with your friends and, you know, having fun. That becomes your whole life, you know, when you're in that lifestyle and you kind of become lost and stagnant and only hanging out with party people and party friends and I you know had gotten into a lot of trouble going growing up went to jail you know got in trouble a lot and I pushed my family away a lot because of the actions that I was doing I, I hurt a lot of people shoplifting stealing doing drugs sneaking around sneaking out skipping class um I you know got into this lifestyle at such a young age that that's, you know, slowly what I developed into is, you know, that type of person. And I, you know, turned to drugs and alcoholism. And um, I, you know, was a huge pothead, you know, high school until I was about 22 years old, you know, when I had my daughter. And this uh, turned off my emotions, the feelings, the sensations in my body. So I really wasn't able to feel into my heart, into my body. Um, most of the time I was, you know, numb. I felt so deeply for other people, but for myself, I didn't feel anything at all. And, you know, that suddenly changed, you know, as soon as I made that decision to be a mom and step into that role. And, Truly the biggest gift and blessing that I could have ever received in life from God and the divine was my daughter. And she doesn't know how much she saved my life. You know, I show and expand my appreciation to her of how she's changed me and transformed me into the woman that I am today. And I'm just truly thankful for her to to be that teacher in my life. Um, I put being a mother... As a priority above everything else, um, that, you know, will always be my purpose in life is to be a mother. And, you know, for the last five years of her life, you know, that's solely what I've been doing is being a mother to her, um, being present with her and really just doing whatever I can to make her feel seen, safe and loved. That was my my big intention of having her was to make sure that she was loved the way that she needed to be and treated the way that she needed to be. Because I was honestly really scared to be a mom. I was a single mom. The father wasn't, you know, involved um, at the time when I had her. So um, really like that was the main thing. And she's loved 100%. She has more support than needed. And, you know, I'm so blessed with the situation, you know, how, how everything turned out. Um, we also have two little kitty cats. Uh, one is a girl, her name's Honey, and one is a, a boy, his, his name's Phoenix, and they're like a little, a little duo, feminine, masculine, it's so cute. They didn't like each other at first, but they grew on each other, and they absolutely love each other now. I am a Reiki practitioner, 
Uh, I absolutely love holistic energy work. Um, I have been practicing and have been a practitioner for about six years now on and off. I also am a foot zone practitioner. I work on people's feet. Uh, your feet are the entire keyboard to your whole body and so much magic can be done on the feet. Um, I also um, love chakras. I'm your chakra girl. I absolutely love connecting with the energy centers of your body. There's so much stuck and stagnant in those centers and in those areas. And once you're able to move through the, the energy, the kundalini energy through your circuit, through your central channel and your body, you're literally able to create anything. And, you know, some sessions I do use crystals. I am... A traveler. I absolutely love to travel, explore new cultures, explore what's out there. And the last four years or so, I've been trying to, you know, travel outside of the states. I've traveled to Mexico, Costa Rica. I just got back from Bali, and I am planning on returning to Bali in November to um, do my yoga teacher training. I am, <laughs> I'm a woman of, of a lot of different skills and trades. I don't like to do just one thing. I like to multitask and do a, a million different things at once. I get bored very easily and I feel like, you know, with, um, with my life, my energy, who I am, being a ma uh, manifesting generator uh, with human design, I like to do a bunch of different things. That's what keeps me busy focused, entertained. I just barely quit uh, my job of a couple years um, about five months ago and just decided to go the, the entrepreneur, solopreneur route. I had been working as a server for <clears throat> many years at this restaurant and things just started to go downhill. I, the management changed. Everyone was negative there. Um, going to work would totally <clears throat> excuse me, totally just changed my energy, and I felt like I was, I need a drink of water, huh? <clears throat> I felt like I was giving all of my attention and energy to the wrong places and the wrong people, and I wasn't full in my own cup to provide and start my own business, which is really what I felt the calling for deep down in my heart. Um, I've wanted to you know, dive into entrepreneurship for so long, and I was just scared. I, I, I'm a Libra, so I, I, I have to have stability in my life, and the unknown is scary sometimes, but honestly, the unknown is where all of the magic happens, all of the miracles. Being feminine beings, you know, we come from dark, we come from the womb. The woman is the generator of creation in our life and being scared of the dark and those soil grounds is really what's going to keep you hostage and captive forever. So I just decided to make the leap to quit my job, really commit to my energy healing business and so far, so good. Of course, you know, I'm not, you know, where I want to be at the top, but I'm getting there and I'm really proud of myself for making that decision, for claiming myself and for just doing it. You know, I feel like the oddball out in my family, you know, everyone's been to college, has jobs, and then I'm 
one doing my own thing. No one really understands what I'm doing, um, but I do, you know. I am confident in my work. I'm confident in myself as a person and my, my, my soul calling and journey, and I'm not going to stop, you know. That's the thing about me is I'm so heart-centered, my desires. I just, I know myself, and I, and I know what I came here to do, and my mission of being here on planet earth and incarnation today is to really be a healer a teacher be the priestess the medicine woman the oracle for anyone out there that is ready to receive the wisdom and who is ready to show up and you know manifest the life and dreams and desires that they truly are seeking so i um come from a family that is divorced. Um, my parents divorced, you know, when I was pretty young, when I was in sixth grade. Uh, it was a pretty nasty divorce. Um, you know, a lot of beliefs and stories were made up about my upbringing. You know, some weren't true that I carried with me for so long. And honestly, there's a lot of, you know, trauma and abandonment, uh, you know, based off my parents separating. You know, I at the time, you know, with their situation, you know, I fully love and understand, you know, where they were coming from, but I, growing up, you know, I was at a, such a, an important time in my life where I needed love, I needed support, I needed to feel held and rooted, and I just really didn't get that, and so I fell into, you know, a stage of my life where I was really depressed, anxious, suicidal, later after, my parents got a divorce. My my best friend, my grandma, ended up passing away from lung cancer. And this was, you know, within a year's time of my... Uh, this was actually before uh, my grandma passed away. And then my parents later after, about a year later, got a divorce. And, you know, I was so young to be going through all of this. I, you know, started self-harming after that. I hated myself. I hated my life. I literally had no purpose. Um, I didn't have friends. I, you know, was overweight at the time and I was bullied and, you know, school was really hard for me. I didn't really have many friends. I was bullied. You know, a lot of people ganged up on me, you know, because of my size. I was a lot taller and bigger than most of the people and girls. And I started puberty, you know, and third grade and so I was just going through so many emotions and hormones at the time and I honestly had no idea you know the changes you know being present in my body that I didn't know you know how to move through it and how to handle it and I you know turned to being really depressed hating my body and um you know looking back at that you know that was a part of my story that was a part of my journey and you know I've been very ashamed and embarrassed you know about that most of my life but now I'm just really claiming all ends of the spectrum who I am what I went through my upbringing because you know that's you know what got me to here now and that's you know the blessing and you know the lessons and experiences that we go through is having your mess be your message um, you know, in high school, you know, I, I did have, you know, some friends and I, like I said, I, you know, got caught up in partying and drugs, hanging out with the wrong people. Um, I am so surprised I even graduated high school, you know, with my GPA and, um, 
skipping class so much. My parents were really surprised that I ended up graduating. Um, after high school, I did go to college. Um, I, I just, I wanted that college experience, but right after high school, it just wasn't the right time. I didn't take it seriously. At the time, I had a scholarship from grandparents to go to college, and so I wanted to take advantage of that, but moving away to Ogden, I, you know, got caught up in the party lifestyle, I was skipping class, I was smoking a lot of pot, and so I wasn't focused on actually, like, achieving the classes and succeeding, and I didn't want to waste money, I didn't want to waste time, so I ended up coming back after, um... I've always been really oriented with helping people, being a caregiver. I wanted to go to school to be a nurse at the time. I was inspired by the notebook, um, her being, you know, a nurse for the veterans. And so I, I wanted to do that. And I've always been intrigued with the mind and, you know, the psyche. And so I thought maybe psychology. That didn't work out. So I ended up after that just becoming... A caregiver and a CNA for quite some time and honestly out of all of the jobs that I've had that was my favorite I love you know connecting to people helping people especially the elderly they have so much wisdom and so much you know to tell you and so much love and humbleness with really having nothing and just being there uh, telling their story and so I I absolutely loved that um, you know, I got caught up in a lot of toxic relationships, um, a few in high school, one where I almost took my life. I was in a very abusive relationship, not physically, but mentally and emotionally. And I just, I had enough and I couldn't handle it anymore. And I decided to take some pills, overdose, wasn't a lot of, you know, facility programs after that to um, get back on track. Um, and I was just, I was a mess after high school. I, I really was. Um, and I didn't like talking about it. I felt really embarrassed. I feel like a lot of people, most of the time, you know, their story is just it's hard to take in. And even talking about it now, you know, you just need to put it out there, put your message out there. And, you know, by healing and talking about it, you know, that's how you move through it and integrate it in your body. And that's how you really heal from it and just accept. And, you know, I forgive myself. I forgive, I forgive, I forgive. Um, I feel like a lot of the time when we're in high school and super younger, we become, you know, codependent with relationships and people in our life. We just don't want people to like us. We'll do anything possible to keep people in our life because we don't know our worth at that time. And, you know, going through those relationships and experiences, you know, those were really needed to know exactly what it is that I want, how, know how people are treating me and know how I want people to treat me and knowing in those situations when to when to exit and how to treat yourself and put yourself as a priority. Um, later, I ended up having, you know, my daughter and I went through that and I needed a lot of love and support from my family. So I ended up um, moving in with my mom for a couple years. Um, 
finally I was just like I want to be on my own I've had enough love I've had enough support and ever since then I've you know been on my own been independent I you know just wanted to give my daughter the best life ever I had a pretty good upbringing and childhood um you know up until like my parents got a divorce um and so I didn't want um you know that separation and abandonment for my daughter um the first about year or so of my daughter's life uh it was pretty hard I was a single mom but I accepted that I didn't really expect or think her dad was going to come into the picture and at about a year he decided he was ready to step in be present in her life and ever since then he's been nothing but love and support and same goes for his family and I'm truly blessed I don't know you know what I would do without him uh, we don't have like the best connection but we don't have any confrontation or any problems and that's really all I care about um my daughter absolutely loves her dad so much and I always talk about both of us and she's like I love both you the same uh so she's in kindergarten right now she's about to be in first grade and she's so smart she loves to dance she loves to sing she's so artsy and I'm telling you she's gonna be a superstar she she's gonna be like an actress or a singer or something she <laughs> she just has that personality um she has a Leo rising, so she 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 just always has to be the center of attention. Um, I didn't work things out with her dad. You know, we we tried to, and it just wasn't a match. I just know myself, and I know connection, and I, and I know chemistry, and uh, we we tried things out for for her sake, but it just didn't work. Um. I just barely got out of my last partnership and relationship a little over a year ago and that's really where the transformation and change happened for me. I, being in the relationship that I was in, I was in a relationship with a narcissist. I'm an empath. Um, you know, we broke up many times. I kept going back. I Every time we would break up, uh, I would be the one to break up with him and then I would always go running back to him. I... He, I would be chasing after him while he's running away. I would write notes to him. I would go spy on him sometimes when I didn't know where he was. Like it was just an endless cycle of me chasing after him, wanting to be with him, breaking up, not knowing myself. I had so many things going for me before. I got into that relationship and as soon as I got into that relationship, I fully lost myself. I lost my connection to my heart, to my higher self. I lost all of my intuitive and spiritual abilities. I, you know, was so centered on, you know, making things work with, with this person because I, you know, got messages and signs that we had past lives together and like we were supposed to be together I even got like spell readings and spells done to keep us together there was a lot of things that happened at the early stages of our, our relationship and um I just in my head I was like this is it the next person that I get with is going to be the one and I'm going to do anything to make it work especially since I don't want guys coming in and out of my daughter's life I'm going to make it work. I 
he lived with me for years and honestly in the end he just used abuse and walked all over me and finally it just got to the point where he was physically you know throwing things doing things in the house uh, and even in front of my daughter he turned to his friends and kind of just abandoned me and started you know just choosing his friends over me he would be gone for days at a time he you know turned to drugs and alcohol and was you know hiding and doing it in my house and you know at first you know that's kind of like where the relationship started you know I was participating too but I you know stopped and it became a problem when he started lying to me about it hiding it and you know being gone for you know periods of time when he was living with me um I really felt like a dark energy in my house and you know around me whenever I was with him uh, he, he was lying all the time telling me what I wanted to hear and you know I would believe him every time of course <laughs> every single time until that one time when I was just like I'm done I've had enough I feel like a narcissist is never going to change. They're always going to repeat doing the same things over and over again. And until you choose yourself and choose to be done, it's just going to be a continuous, endless cycle forever. And the sad thing was, is um, my daughter was really close with him and I had a really good connection with his mom. She was an amazing person. And, you know, that's the hard thing about relationships is sometimes you get close to the people. Um, but after I ended that relationship, he, you know, soon after moved out, moved back home. And the last year I have dedicated this time to me. Uh, I've dedicated my time to choosing myself, showing up for myself, showing up for my gifts, really dedicating my time and effort into my spiritual practice, my rituals, my ceremonies, what I do with my time and my day. Um, really working a lot on shadow work, on, you know, finding love in the depths of my soul, um, healing my ego, my shadow, um, coming into union with my feminine energy. I've been very masculine driven for a long, long time now. That's what kept me safe. That's what kept me doing things and getting things done. And that's what made me stressed out all the time. I definitely have know the belief system of being a perfectionist of um, you know always having to be perfect and do things right I always have to do something to be someone or, or get something in return and this last year I can honestly say I've surrendered to the feminine I've surrendered to the feminine baby and this is where the magic the miracles the blessings have shown up in my life is giving up that control Stepping down from the wounded masculine of always having to people please, always having to work hard, and showing up in a way where people want to see me. I've stepped into my feminine and I am radiating of goddess energy. People see me, people come up to me. You know, I'm just magnetic and receptive, and this is also new to me. I've never really been in this frequency and this energy, but it's so easy, it's so natural, and really just starting my day and um, just being a vessel of the goddess, and um, you know, 
sometimes having a plan of what to do, but just being in flow, in flow movement of the body, of the mind, of the soul, you know, this leaves room for the divine to come through. And I'm just so honored and so grateful to, you know, be in this feminine energy. I just, I feel softness, I feel beauty, I feel, you know, a pull of my heart attracting all of these things into my life. Um, And yeah, it's just all like really new to me, but it's become a part of me and it's just natural. And this is, you know, where I'm leading and heading to is being this mirror to all of the women out there that are really ready to receive this energy you know it it does take time it's not easy by any means but we all deserve to feel this way we all deserve you know to be happy to be living in the feminine way and to create from the power of our womb so i've you know surrendered to the feminine the past year i've surrendered to you know the awakening of my womb of my heart, my womb heart connection to showing up in service, you know, hence why I'm making this podcast. I started, you know, doing goddess circles. Um, I do have one coming up in February. I'm doing a bloom lotus ceremony, which I'm really, really excited about. I, you know, connect in with a lot of goddesses goddesses and um you know ascended masters i work very closely with mary magdalene Isis. i've been you know connecting in with lady nada i have stepped into my priestess path i've been initiated and i'm in the the teachings right now learning about the venusian rose uh, venus uh you know connection with har womb with mother earth with pachamama I, you know, I'm really just coming into remembrance of, you know, my soul and who I've been in past lives. And, you know, this has been, you know, a part of my journey for lifetimes and being able to, you know, step into that role at the right time has been absolutely amazing. And to have, you know, the right guides and teachers to be a part of my path and, you know, step into my life to help facilitate you know this healing for my transformation has been amazing and you know later in the future I my goal my dream my intention is to hold space and host my own retreats so that's why I want to go back to Bali I'm thinking of maybe doing my first retreat there Uh, but yeah I've just been you know alone haven't really had many friends for for so long. I know I have a lot of wisdom to share and, um, you know, I'm a vessel of creation from the divine. You know, some, sometimes I'll channel information in, even from the goddesses sometimes. I'm just, I'm here to be in service. This is, this is my soul calling is to help raise the frequency of the feminine, help raise the frequency of the planet and really to come back into unity of, you know, polarity of the masculine feminine and really, you know, start helping to weave the sacred teachings of the mysteries and the universe and um, to, you know, come back into the body and into the heart and to co-create a life with our soul and with the universe. And really it all starts with having enough 
being done with your story so you're able to change your belief system and step into a new narrative and a new story for yourself. Every day is a new chance, a new beginning, and we are not living on a plane of linear time. You know, the quantum is always available. The unknown is where the mystery and the magic happens, and we get to make this life be what we want it to. I think I think that's all for today. Um, Again, thank you so much for listening to my story. Uh, Tune in to the podcast on my next episode. This is the end of episode one, and I am so excited to be connecting with you on this podcast, on my journey and on your journey. And if you need anything, don't hesitate to reach out. Much blessings and love to you, goddesses, priestesses. I love you, and until next time, mwah!